Hello, everybody. Welcome to La Liga Talk. We are live again with another show, another episode. First of all, I want to say appreciate everybody that's been listening as well on the so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. It's been it's been really good as well. It's been growing. Um, and to the people watching, if you want to watch us and you're listening, uh, you know, after the show, you can join us live on YouTube. Might be a little earlier than you then you would like to be, you know, up and watching. But regardless, you can watch these uh, on demand after the fact anyway and have your say as well. So big up to everybody. And uh, we got TK here. Hopefully Frank join us in a little bit. And we got to talk La Liga, man. Girona still. You can't, you can't keep them down. They're still uh-huh. winning, getting the job done. 3-0 against Alves. Um, hey, they, they're doing more than get, getting the job done. I mean... They yeah. they literally going at it as if they were I don't know if, as if they were prime Barcelona you know like yeah you're winning games like three nil you beating Barcelona you you know you're doing your thing at the in the league this the way they're doing it I mean that's more than getting by that's that is proper true. I mean that's proper consistency one hundred percent bro and I think that it's it's been a story it's kind of like you know I've been saying it's the Leicester City of uh, of, of the Liga at this point in time. And, oh, yeah. you know, they're getting, they're, they're getting it done, man, in, in, a, in a great way, really. Playing good football, um, beating the peop- the teams that they have to beat. Uh, well, certainly Barcelona was one that they, they beat Barcelona, but at the end of the day, you you expected a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe a loss or something uh, or a tie. Maybe they would go for a tie, but no, man. They went out, out there and, and got the job done. Uh, and against Alves, you would expect them to actually – um, you know, to win it, and they go out there and win it. You know what I mean? So, oh, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It, and they beat Valencia as well, right? Um, man, they they just been doing their job right by kind of. They're beating the teams that they they need to beat, which is crazy. Uh, and maybe maybe this is maybe maybe it is, bro. Maybe we need to start looking at it like because because people are like, okay, eventually they will fall off. You know, eventually mm-hmm. the. But that's maybe. me. That's me. I've I've always said that since the yeah. you know the beginning of the season. I know you're 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 a believer. To be honest, you've been well, a believer. I'm, it's happened before, so. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it's happened before. Yeah, but... yeah, it has happened before. It's just I'm still I'm still a little bit skeptical. I'm not skeptical because of the results or the way they play. I mean, they're playing beautiful football. I just know, like in these matters. You know, experience plays a huge role, and I'm not saying Leicester, for instance, had had experience, but they did have an experienced coach. Um, they had some experienced players. Here we're talking about this Girona team that you know, for me, they still kind of, I mean, they're getting the results, but they're still kind of shaky defensively. And I mean, I've said this like several uh, times before, and. I still see it, like when I watch their games, because obviously now I'm tuning into their games and watching uh, how they're doing. I still, I don't know, like, like for instance, the game against Barcelona. I mean, they literally beat us uh, fair and square. I mean, there's nothing to say there, but what would have happened? And I don't like what ifs in football. I mean, football is, is when the game is done, it's done, move on. Right. But what would have happened had Barcelona, you know, converted uh, some of their chances in that game, like their early chances? You know what I mean? Uh, and and you could see that th- their their defensive solidity, um, or you know, they're they're, they're quite frail defensively. Um, I'm not a fan of Eric Garcia, even if he's like a Messiah product and whatever. And I know a lot of Kules kind of defend him, and a lot of Kules are actually now saying Barca should bank on that guy. Because he's on loan at, at Girona, and I don't think Girona will will um, trigger his his clause. Um, I still see him as a liability, and we've seen it when we played against when they played against us against Barcelona. Um, Lewandowski got a bunch of calls behind him. Um, he was, you know, uh, he was he was very shaky physically as well uh, in in play, and unfortunately for Barcelona, Barcelona fans. Uh, we didn't convert most of our chances. And, right. you know, in those games, when you don't convert your chances, you're done. So I still, I mean, of course, they beat Alaves 3-0. It was pretty, they made it look easy. And, and but once again, we're talking about Alaves. Uh, when we they played against Real Madrid, 
even a depleted Madrid team, uh, they still, you know, they struggled a lot and they lost by a huge margin. Um, another thing that we haven't mentioned, like in, since the beginning of the season, is that Girona doesn't play. I mean, they play in, they're in the Copa del Rey, uh, but they're not playing on different fronts. I think that helps massively because their squad is obviously not as as good Mercy. as that of you know the top four uh, or right. the top five. Um, so I think that plays uh, well into their favor, in a sense, because when you're when you're traveling you know, across, you know, countries, across continent to play your games when you're playing like in, in the Champions League or the Europa League, obviously fatigue gets to you at a certain point. And, uh, and you know, this the Christmas break is usually a good breather in La Liga, which isn't the case in the Premier League, for instance. Uh, I think Girona obviously has an edge in, in that sense because, you know, they haven't suffered too many injuries. When you look at Madrid, three ACLs torn, three seasons over, uh, the latest being uh, that of Alaba. Um, when you look at Barcelona, obviously with Gabi and with all the injuries that happened in October, and when you look at Girona, I mean, they've been spared so far because, I mean, there have been a few injuries here and there, but they've been spared for a good chunk of this, the first part of the season. So, yeah, this shows that, you know, the, the current maybe management of football, like UEFA and, and FIFA, um, you know, that, that should be factored in in how teams manage their players as well. Because once again, Chabi got injured, uh, Gabi got injured in, in, in international duty, um, you know, and then, you know, all the other ACLs that we see, I mean, they usually come when there's a lot of fatigue. So yeah. Girona maybe have another edge in that sense because they just focused on La Liga. I mean, I'm not sure they're going to play for Copa del Rey, if they can manage to stay top of the league until the you know early next year, and yeah, yeah once you're past that half point in La Liga, I mean, it's 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 to it's for you to lose it. You know, they're in that position and they're that good right now. So, I mean, let's yeah. let's see how it goes. That is true. That is true. We'll see what happens with with Girona now. Remember, um, Real Madrid also winning their match. You know, they yeah, it yeah. was a, it was a at the end of the day, that's all they can do. You know what I mean? Win their match, stay right behind them, and hopefully for them, uh, Girona falls off. But Girona staying solid, 44 points. Real Madrid, 42. Barcelona jumped on top of Atletico Madrid on this one. There's still a gap right there, though. Barcelona with, with 35 points and Real Madrid with 42. That's, I mean, that's seven-point different, man. You think that I'm they not, I'm not a pessimist, but for me, Barcelona's La Liga chase is kind of over. Mm. I'm going to say, I mean, I know it's still just December, but nine points adrift of Girona, seven points adrift of Real Madrid in late December. Right. Um, and having already played against both teams, having already lost against both teams, I don't see Barcelona. I mean, we beat Atletico Madrid, which is the, the only other contestant maybe for this La Liga. Uh, I don't see as catch up with them because for several reasons maybe we'll get into that later but i don't i don't i don't think barcelona can win this la liga i mean unless there's a massive turn in favor of barcelona and and of course uh unless real madrid blow it and and Girona blow it yeah i'm not seeing that happen i mean it's kind what, of what what do you think what drop what do you what are you trying to get into like what what do you, what do you think it's happening in Barcelona at this point. Um, I, I think I've said this before. I think Xavi is coaching a team that could score two plus goals a, a, per game, easy. Um, we see it in the the expected goals uh, stats of Barcelona. Barcelona is number one in Europe in created chances, and yet you have strikers like Lewandowski. And I remember you calling. Uh, you know, uh, you know, taking out a clip of something I said before in in one of our episodes where I say Lewandowski is done at Barcelona and he should be gone and Barcelona should start thinking ahead. Man, it, it it's never been clearer for me than it is right now. I mean, I say that what was it like a month, maybe six weeks ago, 
It has yeah. never been clear. I mean, he hasn't picked up form since. I mean, he's scored maybe a couple of goals since, whatever. But he's definitely, definitely not the player we expected it expected him to be in his second season. Granted that he played really well in the first. I mean, he did he did well. He did score some important goals in the, his first season. And, you know, players usually get better in the second season. But maybe because of age, maybe... It's a different, uh, I mean, he keeps complaining about service, but he's one of the most serviced players in La, not just La Liga, in Europe's top five leagues. He gets the most chances in top five leagues, and he's obviously the one uh, missing most of these chances in top five leagues. So he, I mean, a lot of player, a lot of people would go at Chabi and say, oh, is Chabi the right man for the job? He's made so many mistakes, including playing Lewandowski when he's been off form uh, for so long. You know what I mean? But uh, for me, it's yeah, that's 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 the thing that I would I would. I um, see, you know, I see a little bit of uh, a tendency with Xavi, maybe not as bad as mm -hmm. Ten Hag, but Ten Hag in his first year in the Manchester United, he was he showed a lot of, uh, you know, really good, positive not just results, but like the way they were playing and, and right. gave him a little bit of an identity. And the next day they, they gave him the club. He bought the players that he wanted, which is this year. And he, everything right. went downhill. I don't think that Xavi's gotten to the point where Ten Hag is at, you know, but I'm saying like just in a similar kind of path, not as bad of a path, but you know, you get the point. Right, right, and, right. and, but I mean, I mean, what are, what are, how are Manchester United doing? Where, where are they in that top four? Fight. Not good. I mean, they're they're like seventh, eighth. Well, okay. they're, they're, I think they're seventh, and um, but but they just don't have an identity. I mean, the, you know, he's fighting with the players and and okay, um, gotcha. Yes, yeah, well, it's a much that's, that's it's what, a much worse situation. But yeah, because that's where Chavi is different. I mean, I don't know if you saw what um, Cancelo came out and said in the media because there was this journalist or so-called journalist trying to you know stir up some some stuff. Uh, in, in the Barcelona dressing room and he asked him like what do you are the players still behind Xavi and he he stopped him right in his tracks and he was like everyone is behind Xavi in the dressing room he gets yeah. along with everybody everybody's fighting for you know for for the club to to, to go back to winning ways because it's been three games since like we beat Atleti and then we lost against Girona we lost in the Champions League although that's mm -hmm. like that game had no no consequence and then we drew against Valencia. So it's been three games without a win. And it's that's a long time for, for a club like Barcelona. And so, you know, but despite all that, I mean, the players came out and defended him, which 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 tells you that, you know, they believe uh he's got he's got he knows what he's doing. And a lot, I mean, for me as a Kule, as a Barcelona fan, the only coach I would accept to take over Xavi's job is probably Jurgen Klopp and Jurgen Klopp is not going anywhere you know what I mean so I don't I don't want to no, just I, bring in another you know Kike Setien mid-season because he did well with Betis and you expect him to succeed at a club like Barcelona um I know Gallardo you are a fan of of um of River Plate I'm a fan as well I like how his team played I'm not sure he's ready for this kind of job so who are you bringing in if you said Chabi? Well, he's got. He would have been my number one because he's got a lot of personality. He's not scared of anybody. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll talk to Lewandowski just like he'll talk to any young kid. Uh, but gotcha. the thing is that he's he's taken right now. He's he's going to to the Saudi to the Saudi league. Right, right, right. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but to be honest with you, that's what I was going to say. Like even though I pointed that out, I don't think it's as bad as Ten Hag's situation. Which to me, I think I think you just got to give him more time. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. The same thing with Manchester United. Like, who is going to take the job? You know what I mean? Who? That's the thing. Like, you know, again, that's a much more worse situation. So you definitely right. need to be looking at sacking or or see your 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 possibilities. But with Barcelona, I mean, yes, there's a gap, but they're third. They they won the the La Liga last last season, and. Right, right, right. Um, in Champions League, there's no still... point in getting carried away, yeah. Because of once again, like if you look at how Barcelona plays, I mean, what do you need a coach for? 
you need right. a coach to you need to bring in a coach who who has an identity. Barcelona clearly has one. We're not playing tiki taka like we used to in 09 or 2010, but that's never coming back. I mean, you're not he doesn't have Xavi, Messi, Iniesta, Busquets in his team, so don't expect that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's out of window. But the team is still playing fairly well. There were games that were kind of boring. I get that. I get that some fans would be uh, disappointed with the display. And yet, I still feel like the team is doing what it's supposed to do. Um, and once again, I want I want a coach who coaches a team that creates many chances each game. Because, of course, Lewandowski is missing a lot of those chances. And, you know, our forwards basically have let us down because they're not scoring a lot of goals. But if... A coach can coach a team to create so many chances. It's just a matter of time before some of these chances start, you know, converting to goals. Unfortunately, obviously, we're talking about top level football. We're talking about teams that don't miss week in, week out, that, that you know, that, that grab every point on their way to the top, namely Real Madrid and Girona this season. So it looks really bad. But in, in, that's that's just professional football. That's just uh, excellence in football that that we're facing today. But I don't believe that's down to it's it's not Chavi's fault that his players are not converting. It's it's as simple as that. Um, he made a lot of mistakes. Once again, he plays Lewandowski, so that's that's his fault. I mean, um, yeah, I I, I don't get that. I don't yeah. get that. I think Lewandowski should come to Newcastle, man. And we, we, you know, oh, yeah, him. Yeah. take him, take it's him. Not, I mean, give me, give me Manny. Isaac. Isaac yeah, yeah, Isaac. I, I'll take, I'll take Alexander Isaac anytime, any day. And take he would have been, he would have been the perfect match, bro. He was, a, he, oh, was a, yeah. he, he, he was, he was at uh, Real Sociedad. He was yeah. getting it done, but you Hell guys yeah. didn't want him. Didn't, didn't ask for him. I, I don't know what happened, bro. Like we let Obama Young go, we let Luke the Young go, Which, and then that was we, crazy. Thought, you know, we upgraded. You know, we thought we upgraded with Lewandowski and we kind of did in the first three yeah. months, like first part of the season. And then, you know, the World Cup happened and I think he got abducted over there or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was crazy. I, I would never understand. I, I would never understand. And, and and actually, I didn't I didn't see people reacting the way I was reacting. because I, I felt like I was in the, in the bubble and nobody was seeing what I was seeing. Like, I couldn't believe that Obama Young left a, just a year later when he was he was six he months was, man six he was oh yeah he was he was playing great he was playing yeah, great yeah. so i didn't understand what he was barcelona's best player he said that he wanted to play for barcelona so i don't know why he yeah. left anyway uh and then the pie memphis the pie as well um, yeah 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 but the pie was injury prone that was his problem i mean he was and he was played out of position. I, I, I remember, like, I had a, a, another podcast, and I talked about it on that other podcast. Depay was always played as a nine. You can't play Depay as a nine, and that's what Xavi kept on doing. So, I mean, he obviously, his form dipped massively, and he wasn't scoring as much. He wasn't creating as much. Depay is a winger. You can't play wingers as nines. I mean, I don't know who started doing yeah. this. I feel like a lot of coaches tried to do another Cristiano Ronaldo at Real Madrid because, you know, he was a winger and then he was, he drifted inside and he was scoring a lot of goals. And they thought, they thought like if they did the same thing with all the wingers, then they would score as many goals. But the wingers yeah. don't, are not goal scorers. I mean, they, they creators, they create something. They, they go past players when you expect them to, and they make, you know, they, they, they provide for the team, but you need a proper number line. Like, Luke De Jong, he's not the greatest of players, but he's always in the right position at the right time and making the right call. Just one touch football, puts it in the net, and that's it. Go, goes on about his business. Makes run behind defenders, although that's not his strong suit. That's what Obama Young used to do. And Lewandowski now, I mean, he's playing like he's Benzema. Um, they're different players. I mean, they're, you could argue who's better between the two, but... They're different players. Benzema has always been a 10 in, in his soul. He's like the kind of player who's got, he's so good technically that he could make his team play, you know, play in that number 10 position and dictate uh, the play and score goals. Lewandowski has never been that. He's always been the guy that you want in the box because he will score from anywhere. Just give him the ball. And yeah. since last season, I mean, I'm not. I'm sure it's not Chavi's calling because Chavi is clearly frustrated with him, 
Um, he's, he keeps the ball for way too much. He doesn't play one touch football. Um, it's his hard to find in the box. He's always complaining because whoever didn't pass the ball to him after three misses uh, in the in the six yard box. I mean, what do you do with this kind of player? I mean, for me, just bench him. Give Ferran Torres his chance. Give uh, Mark Ju his chance. Uh, and I really can't wait for Victor Roque to 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 join us because I think that will solve some of our problems. Um, unfortunately, that's going to put a lot of pressure on him. He's still 18, but I still think that will that will that will probably shift things. Unfortunately for the wingers, I think Xavi is not um, courageous enough to put Lewandowski on the bench and play Vitor Roque. I think he's going to try to make him play together, and I can see it from from right here that it's going to be a bad idea. Like, don't do that, Xavi, please. <laughs> Which is crazy because I feel like, you know, Chubby, he put, basically, he, he took PK out. I mean, you know, he was, he, he, he you know, he took a lot of his his friends, basically. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, Jordi I don't know. Yeah. PK, um, Busquets, yeah. Busquets ended up leaving. So, I, I don't understand why he, he has trouble with that. But, you know, maybe he still believes in them. So, I mean, you, I, I get it when you believe in a player who's not been scoring goals, but he's been, you know, he's been excellent, just missing a lot of chances. This reminds me of one of my favorite players back in, uh, what was it, like 2012, 2013 in Barcelona, Alexis Sanchez. I love that player. He's a hardworking beast. He's technically extremely gifted. I don't know what happened with his career, but that's another story. And that guy, I mean, he was missing a lot of chances and he was playing with Messi, Iniesta and whatnot. So um, it, it, it makes no sense when you, because there is going to be a lot of passes that are coming coming through your way. And he was missing a lot of chances, game in, game out. And, um, but I remember like everyone was behind him because you could see that the guy was working hard. Um, in the case of Lewandowski, I mean, he's always drifting to the side, playing left and right. Um, trying to make you know passes that are not within his his portfolio, uh, if we can say that, and that's the disappointing part. Um, you, I mean, you're 35. What are you What are you trying to do? Play in midfield? Just stay in the box and wait for balls to come your way and and squander them. You know what having, I mean? And score and score. He's having, and that's a, midlife, what it is he's having a football midlife crisis. <laughs> oh man, absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better, but that's exactly what it feels like. Uh, if you look at the game against Girona, I mean, it was three-two. Um, almost five minutes to play. He gets that, you know, perfect pass from Lamine Mal, um, and and he just squanders it. He just shoots. He doesn't even shoot on target. He 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 hits it with his 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 shoulder. Man, I, I cried, man. Like that 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 was <laughs> salvation. That could have been like three three. Just give us one point. I mean, it's it's. I wanted us to win against Girona to you know to to cry. show that we're that good. But and then the game was over. I mean, they scored the fourth and 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 went home with it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's just so frustrating having someone who used to be this good. Uh, play the way he is right now and you know there's no he's not self-critical either and that's what gets that's what gets me like he's always talking about service talking about you know how the rest of the team is doing um talking about the other players and the youngsters and he's teaching you're not teaching anything man focus on yourself play play well first and then and then we'll talk about teaching the kids how to behave because He's just frustrating on all fronts, man. And I really generally can't wait for him to leave because I'm sick of this. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid also getting the job done. I don't know why my background is black, but it's okay. Uh, I'm in the <laughs> darkness. Um, Real Madrid beating uh, Villarreal, man, 4-1. You know, they're, they're still fighting up there. To me, there's always something missing. But, I mean, I don't know. It just It is what it is. It feels so, that way, doesn't it? Yeah. It's always like something, you know. But but Frank, it's, it, they're not convincing. Like when you right. watch them play, you're you're like this. This is not a team that could score four goals against Real Real, clearly. Right. And then Jude 
comes out of nowhere like a magician that he is and scores you know some goal and then and then and then it's over from that point on mm. in a sense you know what i mean it's like the moment he he he's on the, the score sheet it's over for the other team that's what it feels like it's crazy but yeah i mean i totally agree with you and unfortunately frank is not with us today but i would have wished to have his 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 take uh, on on real Madrid right now because man. No, but yeah, he's gonna yeah, have yeah. The, he's gonna have the audacity to, to to comment on the group chat talking about what we said. Come on the show and face yeah. the consequences. No, I want I want his take. I like because I agree with what you just said. I mean, you look at Madrid and you're like, ah, nah, this team ain't going nowhere with with this type of display. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> realistically speaking, they're like a couple of points behind Girona. One slip and they're first and they'll run with La Liga. And I still believe they will win it this year. Uh, believe it or not so <laughs> i don't know how they do it what kind of black magic uh is there i mean uh and, Bellingham, i guess is the, yeah, the answer to all of their problems but to be fair with you beating 4-1 you know got four four goals against villarreal rodrigo was involved raheem diaz mm -hmm. luka modric old as hell mm -hmm. scoring so i mean yeah. at the end of the day you know what i mean it, somehow or some way or another they get the job done and yeah, like they still. Said, I mean, they still create a lot of chances, though. I mean, of course, in, in the the way they play is not the best, but they're still like creating twenty chances a game. So, I mean, twenty shots. I mean, they they trying to shoot on target. They're trying to, you know, uh, hit 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 the target and 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 make the other team suffer. So it's not like it's, uh, it's it's um how can I put this? It's it's not like they're stealing those wins. I mean, they still deserve these wins. But I mean, well, yeah, when you look from the outside and you're just watching their games, sometimes I mean they're kind of boring, <laughs> but but they're getting the job done, as you said. So um, yeah, I mean that's that's all that matters, right? Um, right now, Girona 44 points, Real Madrid 42 is going to be a back and forth race at this point. Yep. I know Barcelona's got 35. There's a big, there's a seven point gap right seven there. Atletico Madrid, uh, shockingly. Uh, losing well not maybe not shockingly add some my mess you know it's always a tough crowd and yeah. um but yeah i thought i thought atletico madrid was going to fight this season more but it doesn't seem like it's going to really you did i mean they changed the way they play so you well, always be, need be, that because of because i saw an improvement in the beginning of the season like i yeah. saw now they are very well alive in the champions league you got to take that in consideration oh, oh, of yeah. course barcelona as well maybe that's something that they look forward to um Imagine if Xavi wins the Champions League. I mean, that's... The, I, mean, know, I mean, come on, come on. We're so far from that. I mean, we still have to beat Napoli first. And I, I mean, no, I don't, I don't think... I mean, you know, I'm an optimist, but, I mean, we got to be realistic about these things. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, uh, just imagine yeah, 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 with yeah, all the course. criticism. Yeah, I mean, that, the, the whole conversation would be different by now. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. You know, oh, so, yeah, hell yeah. So, I mean, uh, everyone it, is going to the Champions League as if... And as if it, I mean to win it, and and you have you know Real Madrid. I think they they've got a really really good good shot at winning it this year. They also got never forget yeah. Bayern. Never forget Bayern. Uh, never forget City, of course. Oh yeah. And 100%. and yeah, I mean those are the teams that I see potentially winning it. Atleti, I think they can they can go far. Uh, maybe that's what they're thinking about. I mean, make top top four in La Liga and 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 go as far as possible in the Champions League. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that they could, um, they could, they could focus on that and 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 see what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what's, you know, like you said, make European football again for next season and focus on this Champion League. They are still a tough team. They they are oh, scoring yeah. and uh, they're scoring a lot actually, and so yeah, that's True. that's a great. They thing. have an amazing pairing up front. I mean, Griezmann yeah. and Morata, they're doing. I mean, the they know each other. Perfect. They've always played well together, but this year they've got the continuity that they didn't in the past because um, neither of them uh, is injured a lot. And yeah, because because of that, I mean, and and of course, Llorente, amazing player. I mean, I love that mm. guy. He runs, he runs and runs and runs and makes some some really great um, addition to to that attack. So yeah, I feel like. They're not as once again, just like Barcelona, they're not as bad as people, you know, would assume given that they're they're fourth with a game in hand. 
in La Liga. But like I said, yeah, they're, they're through in the Champions League. They're actually well positioned um, on, on the right side of the bracket. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they're going for that. I mean, there's still the Copa del Rey to come. Um, there's so much to play for. It's just sad that La Liga, I mean, the top two in La Liga are so far um, ahead because, you know, even uh, even even mentally, uh, teams like Barcelona and Atleti Madrid will probably, I mean, they're still going in to win games, but somewhere you're like, well, it's kind of too late right now. So you that's where you actually lose uh, leagues. I know that we're talking about professionals who go into each game to win it. But, you know, sometimes I feel like when you're not fighting for something like Girona and Real Madrid are, you know, breathing down their necks and you know there's something. It's like when you're running, you know, when there's someone in front of you, you don't want to stop. You just want to keep them within touch. But when you're running on your own, I mean, within 20 minutes, you're like, Ugh, this is this is I'm getting bored right now. So you just stop running. And that's what it feels like right now uh, for Barcelona, at least. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I mean, we talked about the big clubs. Who else? We want, what else do you want to talk about, man? What else? You- oh man, Sociedad. I mean, they, oh, they right, face yeah, yeah. uh, Man City, uh, Man United, right? Uh, no, PSG. No, 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 no. Sorry, PSG. PSG. I think yeah. they beat them. To be honest with you. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I mean, a lot of people in France are we're kind of happy. I mean, the journalists, the journals are kind of happy about the draw. They're like, oh, we got one of the best draws that we could have gotten and whatever. I'm like, y'all haven't seen how Sociedad plays. I mean, if all their players are available for that game, especially the the return game in Spain, man, I mean, PSG are not ready for what's coming at them because Sociedad is no joke, man. Sociedad plays some really good football. They're very consistent in their performances. Um, you know, Imanol is 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 a great coach. He's proven to be a great coach for that team. And they got the players. If they can, you know, if if nothing happens in January, the transfer window, if if no one leaves and and those players keep, you know, their freshness uh come come the 14th of February, bro, I think I think they can progress. And I think they're going for it. Cause I mean they're fifth, I think, in La Liga right now, or sixth. They're sixth before behind um athletic athletic club um they're probably still you know keep fighting for that top five position um but but now that they're not in the europa league i mean the only chance for them to progress to the champions league next season is to you know go as far as possible and, and keep fighting for that top top four uh spot so Bro, I mean, uh, I think I think they will surprise a lot of people in that uh, PSG game, and I'm looking forward to that game. Actually, like, really looking forward to it. I think I'll I'll watch both games, and and I obviously like go go Sociedad. I love that team. Yeah, so it's going to be Copenhagen, Man City. That's going to be an easy one for City, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which actually a lot of teams are giving them trouble. So, mm-hmm. you know, but but they but they still they end up winning every time. Uh, Leipzig versus Real Madrid. That's gonna be fairly. It's, it's gonna be an entertaining game, but yeah, Madrid got an edge. Yeah. PSG Real Sociedad. You mentioned that. Um, I think Real Sociedad could be. I have. I, hopefully, they beat them because I hate I hope PSG, so. man. I hate PSG, they robbed. They robbed me. Uh, Bayern Munich <laughs> and and Lazio. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lazio. No, not really. Not not this season. Last year's not playing well. That's this. They season. just lost to Atletico Madrid, right? So yeah, yeah I don't so, see him. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's an achievement that they made it this far. Um, Inter Atletico Madrid. That's gonna be a tough, tough. They're both. It feels like they play each other each year, man. <laughs> they're similar teams, to be honest with you. They're Hell pragmatic, yeah. tough. Yep. Um, yep. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how. That's probably to me the most um, balanced. Game. Balanced match of of yeah. this whole round of sixteen. PSV dormant. Dormant has this one. That's an easy one. PSV is not good at all. Uh, really? PSV, yeah. No. 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 They they they're just. Uh, I've seen them with Arsenal. I've seen them with Lons. Mm. Uh, they're mm. just not not really. I don't even know why. I think Arsenal did them a favor beating Lons. Oh, uh, okay. Five nil or five. Yeah, five nil. I think. I think. Yeah. It was just the the least of the worst that they got through on that one. Um, uh, Porto Arsenal. That's a that's a decent 
I want to think Arsenal are better still, but yeah, um, that's a decent one, and we'll see how Arsenal are are, are reacting to to the Champions League. You know, they're not really a great Champions League team, or you know, haven't been. Um, I mean, they 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 going for they going for the EPL this year. I don't True. think the Champions League is their target. And I think once again, like I was saying about Barcelona and La Liga, I feel like for Arsenal, they they're still in that rebuild phase with Arteta, although it's been what four years. Um, so I still think they want they really want it. Last year they were this close. Um, I think this year, I mean, they've got a fair shot, given that City, uh, you know, have a lot of major injuries and yeah. they having issues coping. So yeah. Um, and then you got Napoli Barcelona, which is going to be a tough match for Barcelona. What's what's your take on that? I think well, Napoli. From what I, I've been talking to Napoli fans, and and it's not the greatest of a season. They got Mazzari back, or they got Mazzari on the team, and you know they weren't doing good with um, Ruby Rudy Garcia, right? And you know it's just kind of a change, but they're still a tough team. I think that Barcelona, if they play, if they play good. I don't think they, Napoli can beat them. I think they can beat Napoli anytime. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's about whether Barcelona can can get it done. I mean, you know, that's that's the that's, ultimate thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, but, I, you Barcelona's know, it's playing well. They didn't talk. Sorry. Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, no, when Barcelona's playing well, I don't think there are many teams that can beat them. Yeah, but uh, I feel like one of the differences between this year and last year is that Barcelona is conceding way too many goals this is another thing that we didn't mm. talk about because i talked a lot about Lewandowski and how we've been struggling to score goals but in football i mean of course you need to outscore your opponent but you also i mean if you want to if you want to win titles you're not supposed to be conceding as many goals as we have this year and if you look at once again the contrast between last season with a lesser squad um and this season with a much better squad i mean we, we signed an extra uh, defender, although he's he's injured a lot, um, uh, and 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 I mean, Araujo has been injured for a good part of the first part of the season, but then he came back, and we were still fighting for the league. Uh, Kunde was doing really well before his injury, and now he's like really the worst CB in our team. And and Christensen, I mean, he's in and out of injuries, but he's always flawless when he plays. Mm-hmm. If you look at that defense. And you look at the fact that we signed Cancelo, uh, which who I love, by the way. Um, and you look at the dip in form of Valde. It's and and of course the injury up there, Stegen. We barely talked about it. Um, we talked about we talked a lot about Courtois being injured for Real Madrid, although it's for the whole season yeah. for Ter Stegen. It's just a couple of months, but we haven't talked about that. And lately, I mean, the games that we lost or we dropped points, we're playing with Iñaki Peña, who. Who hadn't featured for like a couple of years, <laughs> so uh, we were we, we were playing everything with with uh, with Ter Stegen, and I'm not saying yeah, Peña made a lot of mistakes, but maybe I mean with a better uh, a goalkeeper we could have uh, saved face, I guess, uh, but we didn't. Um, so defensively, yeah, Barcelona this season has been awful literally awful i mean even with all you know the the players at our at our disposal defensively last season we complained that you know uh, our our back four was injured most of the time and that's why we lost against united and and that's why uh you know we struggled a lot in in the champions league this season i mean for a good part of the season everyone is available and yet we struggle a lot and you know when you I don't I don't understand what's happening earlier today. Actually, you mentioned something, something about Chavi and, and something that's consistently happening with him. Um, and, and I wanted to add another thing that I see constantly happening with Chavi, which I don't understand. I don't want to be critical of him, but I see that a lot of players are actually kind of struggling under him, although the system seems to work. But if you look at, you know, some really amazing players like Kunde, like like uh, like Valde, like uh, you know whoever Lewandowski, for instance, or Rafinha, the Rafinha of Leeds. All of these players are struggling under Xavi. So is Xavi not bringing the best of all of his players? I mean, of course, there are players that are doing much better than they were. Uh, one of them was uh, Dembele. Of course, he brought him back from the dead, and he made him 
one of the best players in La Liga last season. And then, you know, they, whatever happened, happened. Um, but, I mean, you have other players where you're like, what's going on? I mean, if you look at Balde, he's one of the best raw talents in the world uh, in his position. And yet he's struggling, especially this season. And he's struggling so much that I wouldn't mind him benching you know, for most of the season and playing Cancelo on, on his side, because whenever we did that, we beat Atletico Madrid and we played really well and much better than with him on that side. So it makes you question like a lot of what's going on uh, behind closed doors. And if Xavi is bringing out the best of the of his players, all of his players, not just some of them. Yeah, I know 100%. I think that the inexperience to a certain extent could be uh he's still a young a young manager so you know it's not absolutely it's still he's still a lot of time to 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 i understand that he's a barcelona kind of uh the same mindset of like a chelsea you know they they have a lot of yeah, young love. players and they want him to yeah. play great but there's still a lot of young players now maybe the idea of bringing so many young players wasn't the great idea uh but at the end of the day there's still a lot of young players you can't make them play like experienced players so Kind of, you know, at the same time, I think that he was also the right coach, uh, Xabi for Barcelona. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's yeah, just a matter, it's just, it's just about giving him time. And he won La Liga last year, man. You can't, we can't have, I know that with these big clubs, you know, it's a short memory. No mercy. There's no and, mercy uh, in big clubs, man. Got to, got to give him time. And I think that eventually, you know, he'll get there. I think he's the best manager right now for the job. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody else is. You're not you're not getting a, a another former player that what what's the other former player of Barcelona that's killing it is a is a manager not one, I mean not not, not that I can think of, you know. I mean yeah, them. except for Pep Guardiola and and Arteta, oh, yeah, maybe. but I mean, but, I mean right, yeah, right. these guys are not coming to Barcelona. Yeah, uh, and um, so maybe maybe Arteta in the future he'll take that job. I you know? I think Arteta can be a good option. I think there's another guy. Um, I mean, he's not playing at the top level, but Pimienta, who he used to be with with uh, the B team, and he was with Las Palmas this year. Um, his team plays well. His team plays beautiful football. He understands Barcelona more than a lot of people would give him credit for, or or actually know, because he was with the B team. And I've always enjoyed watching uh, Barcelona's B team since the Messi era, actually. And he's one of the coaches that really you know, knows his players and knows how to tweak the weaknesses of his players to his advantage and brings out the best of his players. And so many of the players that we see in the, the first team right now actually came up under him, including um, Araujo. When we signed him, he played for the B team. He was really, he wasn't, he was really not at the level that he's playing right now. He was, he was, there was, he was so raw uh, as a talent. And thanks to Pimienta, he is, right now one of the best center backs in the world you know so, one of the, one of the managers that um that uh the sound that that, that was rumored before Xavi got there is um the one that's for portugal right now um oh yeah martinez yeah uh yeah robert Roberto martinez. martinez yeah 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 and so yeah he wasn't i'm not a fan i'm not a fan i mean we've seen him with chelsea we've seen him with belgium um i mean he's he's got great ideas and he's a great pundit and he explains football really well and he understands football the way barcelona wants to play it but there's a difference between understanding football and applying it to the players of course portugal are doing great under him right now i mean he's got a super squad let's not forget that portugal is they've got a squad that can win world cups literally like without without having to play at 100 percent they have some of the best players in every position in that team. So let's not forget that. But, um, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I still, I mean, he hasn't won anything major, um, play like convincingly with, with the teams that, that he was with before. So mm. there was Ten Hag on that list as well. And uh, I actually uh, one of the one of the people that wanted Ten Hag to sign for Barcelona, believe it or not. Oh my god. I genuinely thought, man, bring that guy home. Like I thought Chabi was not ready at that point. I mean, I was of course in favor of Chabi coming back. I was just like, well, Ten Hag has taken this 
Ajax team to the semifinals of the Champions League, a really young team. He looked like the guy who understood football the way Barcelona wants to play it. Um, he's, you know, a disciple of Johan Cruyff. So, I, I, yeah, I was I actually really yeah. wanted Ten Hag to come to Barcelona. And at the end of the day, maybe, thankfully, he did it. Who knows? Everybody, everybody thought that way until he got there. And now fans, they don't want him, which is crazy. But, well, not, not really crazy. It's just that he also didn't do things the right way. And... How so? How so? I mean, well, I mean, because the, the whole Cristiano saga. I mean, I was on that was, on that, that was a, personally. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I mean, I think that you need to respect. Yeah, of course, you. the way they handled it was childish, but and also I mean, he the the way the way he handled it, you know, with with the interview yeah. with Pierce Morgan wasn't wasn't a great idea. But exactly, that's was, what I'm saying. Like both of them I, were childish in the way I, they handled it. I think that he was fed up, and, and you know. Ultimately, man, he was right to a certain extent. You know, he came to, to uh, Manchester no, United. I, mean, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, it's not he, like he was doing great with with United. He scored one goal for in like four months with him. He was declining. He couldn't handle playing at this level in Europe. Um, but if you, if, if, I, if, I, I don't if, I understand if, yeah, him as a coach. You know, that's I mean, it's the same situation that's that's happening with Lewandowski in Barcelona because yeah, but, he is a certain but, but, player. But Cristiano means a lot is, more. To to Manchester United. To, to United, I That's think he should have never get, went back to United. I mean, that chapter was over. It's like Messi coming back to Barcelona. I wanted it to happen because I'm a romantic and I wanted to see Messi back in the Barcelona shirt. But I'm pretty sure, given how we're playing right now, a lot of players would have been like, oh, I mean, a lot of journals and a lot of a lot of uh, you know uh, fans would have probably pinned some of what's happening right now on Messi. Because we brought back Messi and now the team has to play it around Messi. I could see it from a mile away. So I'm kind of glad he didn't come back. You know, these stories, they don't always get the best of endings. And the way the downfall of Cristiano since going to United is kind of sad to see. Because, you know, he, he played for the opposition team. So obviously I was not, um, not a huge fan of his. And I'm not a huge fan of how he plays. But I respect the guy and I respect like what he's done for football and to see him go to United be treated the way he was treated by the club by the coach by the fans as well because a lot of fans wanted him out um and and for him to end up in Saudi Arabia I mean no it's 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 painful to watch and I don't think it's all that Ten Hag's fault I think he he just didn't accept that he was 36 and declining He's fought with everybody right now, fighting, fighting with Sancho. Uh, yeah, Sancho, Sancho he, right. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sancho came out after after that, and he said, well, he said that, that Sancho is not, you know, you know, he just barely, he said, like, basically, you know, kind of going around the fact that he's not fit to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he said it in, in different words, but that's, that's what he meant. And, of course, when you question a player like that, I've never seen that before, and and if I've seen it, I've seen it from from managers that actually have a strong back, and they are right. they, you know, what I mean, like could be a, a Ferguson, a Guardiola, yeah. people that yeah. you know, you just get into the team and you you getting your players against your man, and I you know, just don't I, I, that, that that doesn't make any sense. Then you put Anthony to play when you know that Anthony has been accused of domestic abuse. You still played him during that time. Uh, the yeah. reason why he didn't play is because he was in Brazil with the national team. Then he got kicked out. So it's not like he was sent off by by Ten Hag. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. double standards. You want to play this, you know, this this um, strict manager the strict way and and just do it with certain players. You know, he just lost the locker room. He he didn't want Harry Maguire to be the player. And I agree. I mean, to a certain extent, I agree. But now that you need them, need him, you put him back in the, in the starting lineup. That's your number one. Center back have no convictions. You know what I mean? You have no like. If you don't want to do, then get his ass out. Like you don't have to. You know what I mean? If that's he didn't leave. The reason why Harry Maguire didn't leave was just because he didn't want to go to West Ham. He didn't want to downgrade, basically. You know, and and but if you don't want the player, why are you putting him on? You know what I mean? You you kind of proving everybody's point that you just don't know what the hell you're doing. You know what I mean? Because you take mm, one that, guy out. Yeah, I see what, what you mean. mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. I, I kind of, there are a lot of things that I agree with there. But sometimes, you know, coaches do what they have. And, you know, when everyone is out injured, what are you going to do? You played Maguire. 
Um, and I'm not a fan of Maguire, nor am I a fan of how everything has been handled since Ten Hag has taken over. Mm. Um, and especially like the, the Sancho and the Anthony and uh, even the Cristiano saga. Um, but once again, I feel like he came in and, you know, United gave him the keys to the club and they they kind of they were kind of fed up with how past managers have handled a lot of situations too because there was a lot of uh you know uh backless backboneless managers coming in since ferguson left and unfortunately i mean except for Mourinho, the all the others were you know they didn't do as well as they were supposed to and yeah i mean he came in he United are not the most competitive team in the world right now, but yeah. they're still they're still fighting. They're still uh, you know trying to trying to fight for their lives. Of course, the whole management of that club is a disaster. I mean, how yeah, are you United nice. with billions of dollars? Um, and 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 you're you're seventh. Are you kidding me with all that history, with everything mm -hmm. that happened with Fergie, with with. You know, with all that fan base, with all that money coming in weekend, I mean, month in, month out. Yeah, it's it's sad to see how they're struggling and how they always struggle to, you know, recruit the right managers. Because at some point, Guardiola was out there, uh, Jurgen Klopp was out there, and they didn't go for them. They went for Mourinho because he's a pragmatist, I guess. He won him, what, a couple of titles in, in two years or three years. Um, but Mourinho is, has never been the coach to build teams. Is the coach that will get you titles like quickly, um, and then he'd leave you and and he'd leave everything in in flames behind him. That's always been his motto in a, every club that he's been to. He signs yeah. players that he likes that would perform well, uh, you know, uh, punctually, and then and then move on to another club. And yeah. if you want to rebuild from from the from the bottom, you get a guy like Guardiola, you get a guy like Arteta, you get a guy like you know, like Xavi, but for Barcelona or Ancelotti for Madrid, that's who you get. And yeah. I feel like that's where United kind of, you know, messed up. Well, we got to call it off. We got to call this off. I have to go back to work. So unfortunately, right, man. but uh, I appreciate everybody listening, watching. We had some few people come on. So I appreciate that. And uh, of course, subscribe, smash the like button, continue to watch the shows later on the episode in, in, in the, in the channel. Uh, we have shows coming up all the time. And so, thank you, TK. Frank couldn't make it again, I guess. Frank, man, he's got a he's got a long, long uh, uh, um, a, a lot of late fees to pay when he comes back. Oh but, yeah, uh, oh yeah. But uh, you know, Real Madrid don't have a representative, man. That's not good. That's, That's not good. I, I hate it, man. I want I I wanted Frank to be here, man. I yeah. want to go at him and be like, you guys are playing like shit, and and you <laughs> you're just getting bailed out by Bellingham week in week out. What's your take no on that? No, no. <laughs> he'll be he'll be mad as hell about that, but you know he's not here to be spending. <laughs> so it is what it is. Big up to everybody that's listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all the, you know we're everywhere. So I appreciate that. Of course, rate us, follow us, and uh, hit us we'll up on back. Twitter as well. Exactly, hit us up on Twitter at La Liga Pod. La Liga Talk Pod, you see it right there on X. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace out.